Welcome to the latest edition of the Buff Zone podcast, a second edition of the Buff Zone podcast this week. I'm Brian Howell and joined by Pat Rooney. Uh, Pat, we got a special one because we got not only the postseason basketball, which we talked about earlier this week, but we got spring football starting on Sunday. Double podcast action this week. <laughs> and yeah, it just seemed easier for us uh, instead of making all you fine folks out there sit through 30 or 40 minutes of us going on and on and on about basketball and football, easier to split them up. And finally, at long last, on Sunday, we will have the first official practice of the Coach Prime era. Yeah, finally, uh, it'll be, you know, what, three and a half months or so after he was hired, finally getting on the field. And so, uh, you know, obviously Buff fans are excited about that. I mean, that's evident with the fact that, uh, you know, CU is selling tickets to the spring game for the first time since the 80s. And they've sold over 35,000 tickets for this thing, which is insane, Pat. I mean, uh, I believe you were at the spring game last year. I can't remember the basketball schedule, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you were there. Well, basketball was done by yeah, then. I was, I was. Um, but, I yeah. mean, they've always estimated how many people are there. And, I've, you know, those estimates are probably a little high. And they estimated 1,950 people walking through the door for free last year. You got 35,000 people that are buying tickets this year right off the bat. I mean, how amazed are you at that? Like, just that that this response uh, from the fans has been so overwhelming, like that. With with that being the first indication, ticket wise, that wow, these people can't wait to see the primary. Yeah, it makes me wonder what exactly they think they're going to see in a spring game. But um, it, it it is obviously, and we've talked about this in other uh, podcasts here. It, it goes to show just how excited Buff fans are for the. Uh, you know, the the, the new era uh, and, and the excitement that Deion Sanders has brought to Boulder um, and getting a first glimpse of some of these talents that he's brought in. Travis Hunter, obviously, some of these guys that he's brought in aren't going to be here until sum- summer, but some of them are. Um, you know, I wouldn't like any spring game. I, you know, I'm, I, I don't know how much we will see once uh, we get out there in a few weeks for that. Um, but uh, certainly just, just pretty wild. The excitement surrounding it, it's going to be televised on ESPN, the ticket sales. Uh, it, it, it's pretty incredible considering some of the topics we were talking about on these podcasts in the middle of the one in 11 season last fall. Yeah, it was pretty brutal last year. And, you know, I, obviously we're going to talk more about the spring game as we get closer to it, but I will say, you know, one thing I think that a lot of fans are, are looking forward to is, you know, number one, football wise, there's more guys here on scholarship this spring than we've seen in a long time because of all the newcomers they brought in. I mean, there's so many transfers in here and some true freshmen as well, but they've got like 80 guys on scholarship this spring. You usually see around that 60 number after a bunch of guys graduate. So they've got bigger numbers, which means they should be able to actually have a spring game. But then I think, Pat, people have got to be excited about the fact that Dion keeps talking about all these rappers and things are coming I think people are expecting an event and p- potential of seeing, you know, Snoop Dogg, Lil Wayne, or whoever. I mean, I think people are uh, hoping that they're going to see some, you know, celebrities and uh, that this is going to be an actual, you know, event more so than uh, just a football game or a spring football game. And maybe Terrell Owens, too, uh, maybe yeah. perhaps <laughs> being tabbed to work with a wide receiver at some point. So, yeah, you know. I suppose uh, 
you know, part of the part of the deal now with Deion Sanders is you don't know who's going to show up and, you know, celebrity sighting in Boulder uh, used to mean something a lot different than I think it's going to mean as long as Deion Sanders is in town. So, yeah, I'm sure that's part of it. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit I hadn't even thought about that aspect of the equation, but I think you, you know, I think you're right. That could be uh, something that folks are, are, are looking forward to. But as far as the football, Brian Howell, what do you think is the most important uh, you know, maybe nuances of this spring, you know, like in, in any spring ball, you hear kind of the cliches just meshing together on the field and, and uh, you know, getting accustomed to new faces. But with an entirely new coaching staff, uh, you know, a whole, you know, slew of, of new players added to the, the mix of the guys that are coming back. You know, what do you think is the most important things that need to get accomplished uh, as as spring practice kicks off here? Well, I would start with uh, the cliche that you just mentioned. Um, you know, the team need to mesh together. I think it's more important probably than most years we've seen in the past because you've got an entirely new coaching staff, and um, it's the first time we've seen an entirely new coaching staff in a very long time, Ryan. Because you remember even when Carl Durrell came in, you know, there was several holdover coaches from the previous staff. And, you know, I think Mike McIntyre, uh, brought in uh, an entirely new staff that might have been the last time but you know not only do you have an entirely new staff but you've got all these uh, newcomer transfers and you know I, I just wrote the defensive preview today as we're doing this I'll do the offensive preview on Friday uh, but you look at every single position and you know the top guys that we're gonna be looking at in the spring are some people that haven't been here that they just got here in January and so um, I think you've that this staff has got to work on getting all of that somehow coming together and laying that foundation. I know it's a cliche term again, but um, I think this spring is hugely important for getting on the same page with all that stuff and sort of laying that foundation. Yeah. And for me, uh, you know, a big aspect of that might be, you know, especially offensively, the terminology and the sets, you know, Sean Lewis coming in is, Offensive coordinator, you know, uh, you know, if Shadur Sanders is presumptive starter at quarterback, you know, is he working with an entirely new system from what he worked with at, at Jackson State? You know, even though his father's coming over as as the head coach and, and that dynamic kind of remains intact between quarterback and head coach, you know, how much different is the system going to be in, in terms of sets and terminology you know for Shadur Sanders and and the quarterbacks going into this um obviously it'll be all different for you know the holdovers and, and other new guys but uh you know matters like that is always good to get out of the way in the spring and you know you know kind of what you mentioned on lines of just getting used to each other uh curious to see how the spring plays out what it will mean for the returning guys you know one aspect of every spring is, you know, especially when there's a new coach is just how many guys will be hitting the transfer portal after spring practice. And, you know, Brian, do you think there'll be a kind of a second wave of, uh, of an exodus toward that transfer portal after the spring practices, or do you think we've kind of seen the bulk of that already? No, I think there's going to be a pretty high number because they're over 90 scholarship guys right now. And I know they'd like to add more, and so that means you're going to have to have probably 10 to 12, maybe 15 guys that leave um, after this spring. And, 
you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in that regard because uh, I think there's a lot of returning players that are still on this team that they've got to fight for their spot on this team. And, and frankly, there might be some guys that just got here in January that have to fight for a spot on the team that maybe they go through spring ball and these coaches say, you know what, this guy really isn't (laughs) what we thought he was going to be. And uh, we need to move on from him. So um, I think it's going to be, you know, one of the more cutthroat springs we've seen in a long time. I mean, it's going to be pretty competitive to where these guys have really got to fight for a roster spot. Yeah, you always see a little bit of that uh, whenever there's a coaching change. But yeah, I agree with you. I think this one might be a little bit above the curve from the norm in that regard. Obviously, the first kind of, you know, they weren't public remarks, but they were posted publicly at Deion Sanders meeting with the team for the first time, talking about bringing his own luggage. Uh, you, you know, you you rarely see that kind of public uh, hey, you know, my guys are going to be the guys here. And for the guys that are returning, yeah, there's an extra onus on them to prove that they are going to be part of this picture going forward. So, yeah, I think cutthroat is a good word to use, uh, you know, the, that you just use to describe the situation. Um, you know, I think it'll lead to an interesting spring, and it certainly will lead to maybe a little more heated competition in the spring than you typically see. Yeah, and and I think for the – for the guys that are returning, um, I think that it's difficult because, you know, Coach Sanders comes in here and he's looking at a team that he took over a team that was one and eleven, and I think there's a perception from him and his staff that this team was one and eleven. There's there was no good players on this team, and I think that a yeah. lot of the uh, returning guys need to prove it and say, hey, look, we weren't a very good team, but we had some good individuals, and I do think there's some good individuals on this team that might. Uh, you know, surprise coach Sanders and his staff a little bit, but they've got to go out and do it. And um, I'm interested to see which guys do that. I mean, I have a list of guys I think that will do it, you know, like, like Jalen Sami, uh, I think is going to prove himself, Naeem Rodman, Trevor Woods, you know, guys like that. But uh, there's a real opportunity for some guys that, you know, are coming back that they can prove themselves here. And, you know, I, I, I can't remember which coach said it. Um, it might've been Andre Hart, the linebackers coach, uh, during when we met with the coaches a couple weeks ago, he said, there's some guys here that are, it, it was hard because he was talking about linebackers. He said, there's some guys that are actually, you know, making us think like, wow, we, we're going to have some hard decisions here. So that's what those returning guys have to do is make the decisions hard on this staff and say, wow, there actually was some talent here in Boulder before we got here. Yeah. You know, a guy that on those lines, you know, as you and I are talking now, we just posted a uh, Brian put together a preview of the defense and specialists for spring practice. We'll have one for the offense before the weekend is over. And, uh, you know, one name that jumped out at me that, uh, you know, along the lines of someone that, uh, you know, could turn heads for the new coaching staff after Trevor Woods at safety. You know, obviously it was a, had a really good season last year for the Buffs, was certainly a, a bright spot in an otherwise uh, dark season for for the defense. You know, but, he, you know, he's a guy you you know think should be able to battle for some playing time. You mentioned Jalen Samuels, another one I totally agree there. And, um, you know, these guys didn't go away for a reason, and now it's their opportunity to kind of show the, the new staff what they can do. And it's interesting, too, because at each of those spots we're talking about, you know, this staff went out and got guys to try to, 
you know, frankly, uh, move on from the guys that came back, right? I mean, Trevor Woods is a guy, I think he's a really good football player. I think he was arguably their best defender last year. But you see at safety, they go out and get, uh, you know, Cameron Silman Craig, who played for the staff at Jackson State, Miles Slusher, who uh, came from Arkansas and was, uh, he was a little injured last year, but he was a really productive starter when he was there. And then Shiloh Sanders, Deion's son, is not even here yet, but he's going to be here in the summer. And so where are the, uh, where is the playing time and, and, uh, and the spots for safety going to go? Because there's only two traditional starting safeties. Is Trevor one of those? Uh, to earn a starting spot in some of those positions is tough. And then you look at like cornerback, you know, you and I have talked about it, but Nico Reed is a pretty good player. You know, I know he was that the team wasn't very good, but he's a pretty good player. They've got two of the highest profile recruits in the entire country coming in to play corner. Plus they got two other, uh, you know, veteran transfers coming in to play corner. Where does Nico Reed fit in there? So I think there's opportunities for guys like Trevor, Nico, Jalen Sami to say, Hey, look, I'm still a pretty good football player and I'm going to go out there and prove it to you and, you know, win a spot on this team and and in the starting lineup. Yeah. He's another player. Um, uh, Slipped my mind as we were talking a second ago, but certainly another guy you would think should be able to find a spot in the new regime. Um, Obviously uh, Nico's Reed is another guy that made, made his mark on special teams as well as a returner. Um, and, and, and has shown ability to, you know, be a real leader on that defense as well, but a lot more competition now. And I think that for bus fans, that's gotta be, uh, pretty intriguing and, and, um, you know, obviously reflected in the, uh, the ticket sales that we talked about for, for the spring game, uh, just a collection of talent that's been assembled. Not all of it's going to be on display yet. Uh, some, a lot of that's still coming here this summer. Um, but you have to be impressed with the, the collection of talent on display and, and for the new guys it uh, I'm sorry, not the new guys, but the, the returning guys, um, you know, certainly puts a new spin on thing. It's going to be a lot harder to find playing time um, in, in, in this rotation, in this depth chart when it's settled in the fall uh, than what we saw last season. Yeah. And, you know, we were, we've been talking a lot about the defense, but offensively it's the same deal. Obviously Shadur Sanders is, you know, he's, as long as he's healthy, he's going to be the starter on this team. Uh, at running back, you got Dylan Edwards, who's a four-star coming in. Uh, you know, receiver, you got South Florida's top two receivers from last year are joining this team. Plus, you got other guys coming in. You have five guys who uh, were starters for their college team and offensive line last year coming in. Sedu Treor was a 50-catch guy at tight end at Arkansas State last year. So you're looking across the offense and saying, <laughs> which of these returning guys are actually going to play? Uh, but it's interesting to see how much this roster has been overhauled in just a you know a two three month period. I mean that's college football now, but like it's amazing to see a transformation that quickly. Yeah, exactly. I think that's that's the the point there. Not that there's been roster all overhaul, like you said. That's kind of part of the equation now, but. Uh, to the dramatic effect that has happened with this group and the upgrade, um, you know, to go from, you know, rarely ever getting a five star to even visit campus to looking like you're going to have a couple deployed at the corner spots uh, come opening game is it, it, quite amazing. So should be an interesting spring. And uh, obviously uh, I'll be out there. You will not. Um uh, as you're on assignment for us in North Carolina, but we lucked out with the NIT schedule and 
I'll be out at the press conferences on Sunday following the first set of practices. I know you'll be listening in, but uh, pretty crazy. We're getting going with football again. Yeah, and you know, I'll be out there. It depends on how the women do, you know. But I'll be out m- most of spring, obviously. But you know, one last guy, you know, Shadur Sanders. You know, I think Travis Hunter uh, is probably the biggest name coming in here. Uh, Komani McLean, obviously, you know, is a five star. They flip from Miami, but all eyes have got to be on Shadur Sanders, right? And I know you played the quarterback position, you know, and not at this level. I get it, but hey, you played college football, so I give you props for that. So in my, let, in my own humble way, sure, <laughs> in your own humble way. But how how important is Shadur uh, this spring for this team? I mean, how important uh, do you think he is to prove himself? Not only, uh, you know, obviously. Fans aren't going to see a, you know, a lot of the practices, but he's got to prove himself as a leader on this team and and uh, to prove that he's actually a legit starter at this level, right? Yeah, I think the thing he has to prove the most is uh, right there in the locker room. You know, it's, it's not easy being a coach's son. I, you know, I don't care if you're a coach prime son. That's still not uh, an ideal uh, I don't know, ideals may not, but that's still a difficult spot for any player to be in, being being the quarterback and, and being the coach's son. Uh, you have to prove yourself to your teammates. You have to prove yourself that you're a, a, a bona fide leader and not someone that's just being handed uh, that mantle and, and that responsibility. So I think for him, it's very important to kind of go out there. You've still got to be the guys. You've still got to be someone that's, uh, you know, guys can depend on, and you're still someone, I think, you know, even more so has to go out and set the tone as far as the, uh, uh, the hard work goes, as far as the work ethic goes that you're going to be, uh, you know, the, w- one of the main guys when it comes to conditioning sprints, you're going to be one of the guys there rallying the troops, you know, uh, it, it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's talented. I'm, you know, I, I know he's ready to go and, you know, he's, he's going to be an upgrade at the quarterback spot than what we've seen uh, for for years here in Colorado. But inside that locker room, I think it's important that he shows he's one of the guys and he shows that he's someone uh, that can be dependent on in that huddle, in that locker room, in that program, as someone that can be a leader and someone that sets the tone as far as the work ethic goes. Yeah, you know, and as you know, I went down to Atlanta for that celebration bowl. I saw a little bit of that. He was a leader on that team. Uh, it's just going to be interesting to see how quickly he's become a leader on this team with so many of the newcomers. But um, I think it certainly helps that you pretty much all the quarterbacks from last year aren't here anymore. And the only one that is is Drew Carter, who didn't play a whole lot. And so um, it's not like he's coming in and there's already a starting quarterback he's trying to lead yeah. over. You know, I think that that helps Shadur. And all the things we've seen on the videos that they post is he's been out there working hard with these guys, uh, the newcomers and the returning receivers and and other players uh, for months now. So um, I think he's already starting to show that. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him. I know fans are too, but um, you know, I think that it's, it's huge for him to have a big spring, but aside from that, they've also got to come up with who's going to play backup, you know, because if something happens to Shadur, this team could be in trouble based on what they have right now. So I'm interested to see, you know, who kind of steps up as that backup. They've only got two other scholarship quarterbacks here this spring. One of them is Drew Carter, and uh, you know, the other one is Ryan Staub, the true freshman. So um not a whole lot of experience behind Shadur Sanders. 
No, but an opportunity for them to get some reps. Obviously, that position will look different once we get to the fall. So, um, you know, certainly an opportunity to uh, prove themselves and, and prove that they can be the guy if something happens to Shadur Sanders. Yeah, well, we're going to talk a lot more about it as we go throughout the spring, and this is just kind of our primer for that. But, uh, you know, Pat, we got some uh, basketball to cover this weekend as well. So anything else you want to talk about on this podcast before we wrap up and uh, and move on to the weekend? No, I feel primed on football. Do you? <laughs> I, I feel ready. And you know, no pun intended. When I said that, I didn't really think of Coach Prime. Honestly, I didn't. Uh, it's just kind well, of a general well, term. It was, yeah, it was well played and fits. So, <laughs> um, so we got Brian in North Carolina. He'll be covering the women's basketball game on on Saturday evening. Uh, NIT has lucked out for the Buffs. Uh, a couple upsets outside of their. Uh, you know, you know, immediate vicinity that is lined up for some games and they've got Utah Valley at home on Sunday night. So a lot going on this weekend for mid-March. Very exciting. And we'll have all the coverage this weekend. Yeah, Brian, you be- take care of yourself up there. Hey, you take care of yourself in Boulder. And, uh, you know, we thought you were going to be in Albuquerque this week, but I guess the only travel you could have coming up is Las Vegas. So we'll see if the, uh, if the men, uh, you know, can win a couple more games to get you there, but um, have fun in Boulder this weekend and uh, I'll see you back home soon. Uh, Thank you. We'll have the coverage this weekend, folks. And as always, thanks for listening.